Peacocking, a verb, as defined by me. Showing off or displaying oneself in an over-the-top manner to attract a partner. And yes, I know this term is generally applied to men, but go with me, all right? Welcome to Overthinking in Your Underwear, the show where we use our overthinking brains for self-discovery instead of total sabotage. This is Lindsay, author of Overthinking in Your Underwear, the book now available on Amazon. This week, are you peacocking too hard? Overthinking dating and how we present ourselves. A few years ago, I went on a handful of dates with a guy, an artsy guy, a lovely dude, an adorable man. The few dates were sparked by proximity more than chemistry. We just kept running into each other. We'd go on a totally average date, dates as bland as your lunchtime link cuisine. How many siblings do you have? What's it like growing up in South Carolina? Do you like your job? You know, the Salisbury steak of conversation. The date would end with a steamy, yeah, so I'll see ya. And then we'd run into each other at the gas station the following week. Staring over the pump, one of us would mumble, we should get together this weekend. And we actually did. Like I said, this continued for about three to four dates until the universe stopped dropping us in each other's, li- in each other's path. Riveting stuff, right? It's a wonder Reese Witherspoon hasn't turned our story into a rom-com. He'd be played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and I'll be played by the girl who set up the craft services table. Recently, our leading man, let's give him a name, Elvis. Okay, recently Elvis posted a picture of his, of his fiance on social media. And here's the thing. From the moment of our first mediocre date, I knew what Elvis was looking for. I knew the kind of girl he wanted, and it was the girl in the picture. I liked Elvis's post, but I didn't comment because I'm not a psycho. Here's the twist you may not see coming in our rom-com. You may expect me to say, I always knew he wanted a bleach blonde with big boobs and fake lips. No, the girl on the post, I am that girl. No makeup, nerdy, artist, obsessed with their dog. All the parts of me I never let Elvis see or really see because I was peacocking too hard. I was fresh from the blowout bar, makeup tutorial eye wings, and an outfit precisely picked from anthropology. I spent so much time fluffing my feathers that I hid the whole me. I don't think Elvis and I were right for each other, not even a little bit. That's not the point. The point is we put on a face, literally, to show up for work, post on social media, or attract a partner that no one sees the real you, the parts that are worth seeing, the parts that are hard-earned, rigid at the corners, and make you stand out from the flock. Here's the other risk of the hard peacock. You attract all the wrong birds. You strut around in your full feathered glory, wondering why every partner that flies your way is vain, shallow, and only interested in your plumage. Because, dear bird, that's the signal you're sending. What we put out to the universe, we get back. If you want a smart guy who loves to read, go to a bookstore and see what you find in the aisles. Don't go to Coachella in a neon bikini and wonder why no PhD candidates ask you to dance. Point of view, there's nothing wrong with going to Coachella in a neon bikini. Lately, the only peacocking I enjoy is the streaming service on my laptop. Seriously, they have some pretty good shows. I'm lucky if I get out of my sweatpants or see my face with makeup in a week's time. And I'm happier like this. The break from dating gave me time to overthink my type, how I was dating, and my self-worth. 
I talk about this in my book, Overthinking in Your Underwear. I'm not sure when I'll get out there again, but when I do, I'll be the same bird, but a lot less feathers. Okay, so let's overthink it. So in the book, um, there's a section called Relationship Business, which is kind of a collection of chapters on relationship advice and like funny relationship stories and relationship fails. And at the end of each chapter is some dating advice. And this is like a little bit of a snippet of one of those. We talk about making a list for our projected partner. So let's make a list of what you're looking for in your partner, of your projected partner. Um, Remember the universe listens to our words and our actions. So be clear about what you want and act accordingly. If you want, get a piece of paper and a pencil and let's make a list of those attributes. Go ahead and list everything you desire in a partner right now on that piece of paper. Your list of attributes may look like this. Smart, financially stable, loyal, loves animals, into music, curious, cares about the environment, nurturing, passionate about their career, whatever it is that you're looking for in a partner, put it down on a piece of paper. This isn't about becoming picky or impossible impossible to please. It's about getting clear about what you want and walking away from empty, empty attributes that have yet to, make, to serve your happiness. After you make your list of attributes, ask yourself, am I showing up as this person who will attract this partner? If your answer is no, how can you arrive more authentically in your dating life? So back to the blog, this is what I was talking about. If you have all this list of everything you want, you want someone smart, you want someone serious, you want someone artsy, you want someone cool, you want someone laid back, and you're showing up as a very different person and you're coming off as a very different person, um, that's in direct conflict. You know, we get we get what we put out into the universe. So if that might be why your dating life is really out of alignment. Something else I would always do, I feel like I talk about drinking all the time on my feed and in my blog. I do talk about it in my book, but I really didn't like to drink. I really didn't want a, a partner that drank a lot. I really didn't want a super party time partner that wanted to go out all the time. And I would show up on, on dates and act like I was down for anything. Kind of like that funny Instagram that's like, I'm down for anything when really I'm, a, I'm down for about two things. Um, like Netflix and hanging out with my dog. Like that's really what I'm down for. And I would show up to a date acting like, I'm down for anything. Let's go. I'm drink for drink. Let's have five vodka tonics. Let's go party, party. And really, that's not me. That's not what I'm down for. That's not what I'm about. But I was too afraid to show up what I'm really about. Like, I'm really about ordering a Diet Coke and having like a super intimate, real conversation, telling you the 19 nerdy blogs that I read this week and the 19 nerdy podcasts that I read. And if that's not what you're into, we're probably not right for each other because that's what real life is like with me. Sorry, I'm boring, okay? So if you don't want to show up as your real authentic self, you're probably going to be out of alignment in your dating life. So um, that was a hard, a lesson that I learned the hard way because I was always attracting the wrong people to me but it was because I was behaving in a way that was inauthentic to who I really was so um I hope this blog really helped you um if it did I hope you check out the book overthinking in your underwear on Amazon because there's a whole section 
um, called Relationship Business on dating and looking at our type, looking at our patterns, and um, helping us break out of those. So um, until next time, um, thank you for overthinking with me, and I hope you have all good thoughts.